This is a nice setup. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Water Break with Waterboy and comedian John Branion. Oh, he's not on the screens like he used to be. He used to be on the screens up here. <laughs> this is a new setup. I'm actually in uh, Chocolate Knox's seat, if you can't tell. What's up? I can do this like uh, like Knox does, right? You know? Uh, how does he do this? Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> can you not do that in your own seat? You have to be in Knox's seat? No, it, no, just I don't have the same setup. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's... It just feels natural. Like, but when like I'm in, like I got everything around me, I feel like I got I know, more. I got is, warm to move. Everything is different. Everything is like super cool now. <laughs> We're always improving. Well, thank you guys for joining us. It is Thursday afternoon. Uh, actually, Thursday evening because now remember we we stream at uh, 7 p.m. now on Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. And as you guys know, we are canceled from YouTube. I think until November 22nd. I think that's the day we get out of jail. Um, so regardless if we get back on YouTube or not, uh, download the app. That's the best way to consume our content. We hopefully got a, we got a exciting stuff coming down on the app, uh, including right now we just actually dropped our cross-politic worldview series on the app. So you can actually go in. It used to be exclusively to club members only, although you should still join the club. Don't Don't get me wrong here. But we actually put the Cross-Politic Worldview series in the app so you can actually easily get to it. But that's the only place you can get to it unless you're a club member behind the club portal. So make sure you download the app and, of course, support what we're doing with, 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 the, with the Biden mandate of uh, you know forcing employers to vaccinate their employees with 100 or more employees. Uh, with cancel culture going all around us, please join our club. Support what we're doing. We are very excited about what's coming in 2022, and we can't do it without our club member support. So make sure you guys join us there. Club members. You don't have to show proof of vaccination to join the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Hey, that's another selling point. We should put that up on the website. No proof of vaccine required. Mm -hmm. Good. Good, John. Come on in. Good, John. Come on in. Uh, how's your week going, John? It's great. It's fantastic. Good. How's your, go, how's how's your show? Huckabee show tomorrow. Oh, you're going you're going to Tennessee to do Huckabee show. That's mm -hmm. great. So guys, make sure you tune in. Friday is going to is going to air Friday night. I don't know. I don't know when they air it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to be recording it tomorrow night. So. Okay. Well, that's exciting, man. That'll be fun. Yeah. Get on Huckabee. Tell Mike we said hi. He doesn't know us, but tell, tell him we said Mike hi anyways. Said, I tell Mike that a bunch of strangers <laughs> out in Idaho said uh, hello. <laughs> tell tell Uncle Mike we said hi. Okay. I will. All right. Well, for my tsunami today, tsunami. What? Um, what else did I call it? What else did I call it? I had another good word for it. It's a sound effect. Let's play it. Tidal wave. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, right. Hang on here. For the um, where did I? I wouldn't have to tell Knox to play the sound effect. He would already have done it. I know. Where did it go? Oh, it's in the previous. I got. I got this board. Here it is. Oh, not very loud. Hang on here. <laughs> Did you did you see did you see so I, I normally don't share my hate email um, that I get oh. but I got this email this last week where the I think it was a lady um emailed me and said F you I hope you fall in mud and poop. That's what she said. I hope you really? Yeah, F you I hope you fall in mud and poop and it was so good. I, I, I 
pasted. I don't share it online normally. I share this one online because it's just the, the verbiage. My wife was like, oh, man, I'm so going to use that in our marriage. I hope you fall. In, was that the whole? Was that the totality of the email? It was. Yeah. F you. I hope you fall in mud and poop. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, like, I gotta give I gotta give props for the uh, succinctness yeah. with which the message was communicated. No, hundred hundred percent. It was it was yeah. really good. So I shared it online, but um, uh, this just kind of I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's that's that's the uh, transition from me and John bantering intro into my um, monologue. That's that's the transition. Mm-hmm. Just it it gets me every time. So, folks, um, we have major blinders on our country's eyes, uh, which really ultimately what it means is we, we need a serious dose of honest reflection and repentance to remove those blinders. Unless you're Russell Moore or Resident Biden, you, you know we live in crazy times. And we print money like it's Monopoly money. And then we're surprised McDonald's has to pay, you know, someone $15 per hour to flip burgers. Like we remember $5 trillion last year was printed up every year. Our legislators stack more laws onto the books than Planned Parenthood kills babies. Where's, where's it? Where's it? I need my own. Like that's a lot of laws. That that's a lot. Yep. Get it out of here. We really need to take off our blinders. Democrats constantly call Republicans racist while their own party elects governors that wear blackface, KK hoodies, you know, murder black babies by the hundreds of thousands and Republicans are the racist man. Take your blinders off. Democrats are so far down the socialist hole that they can't even define what socialism is anymore. I I, I honestly believe, believe that they will take your money to pay illegal immigrants $450,000 for their psychological trauma for illegally crossing the border. They will take your money to fund big pharma and then force you to get the jab. They will take your money to pay for the manufacturing of kidneys and then turn around and sell those baby parts. Take your blinders off. Democrats at this point will believe anything and, and uh, I, and they'll believe anything because they're liars. And this is what happens to liars. Liars believe anything and, and you get so entrenched in those lies that you will literally in turn believe anything you're told this is why democrats believe that a man can be a woman or you know some democrats not all of them a white girl can be a black girl or math is racist or wearing masks work man take your blinders off and to keep with equal opportunity offenses here right john we we want to offend everybody equally yeah this is the part i'm looking forward to by the way okay republicans are such cowards. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> where to go? There's the whistle. <laughs> Republicans are such cowards that they are too scared to even say abortion is murder. That's a fact. Man, take your blinders off. Republicans, led by Newt Gingrich. You remember this, John. You're even older than I am. I remember Newt Gingrich. Remember the guy who facilitated the push to have Clinton sign DOMA, Defense of Marriage Act legislation back in the 90s, and led the impeachment against Clinton or his sexual escapades in the White House. Well, that same guy, Newt, was cheating on his second wife during that whole process. Mm-hmm. Man, take your blinders off. Republicans will happily slap on a mask mandate or even shut down the economy because they believe Dr. Fauci and my governor, Brad Little, did this here in Idaho, one of the most conservative states. 
He shut down our economy. He even shut down churches until me and a bunch of guys sued the governor. And then he opened that back up. Man, Republicans, take your blinders off. Republicans will send their kids to government schools and they complain and act surprised when their kids go liberal. Man, take your blinders off. Republicans will take a good, uh, will talk a good game by the water cooler. You know, we're on the water break. You're saying by the water cooler. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I should know, they'll talk good game. I ran for office. I saw this happen here in Idaho. And at the same time, refuse to speak up when the cultural storms start raging. Take your blinders off. And one more thing, and I'm going to call this now, okay? Uh, Glenn Yokin was the Republican who was elected governor of Virginia on Tuesday night. A lot of Republican pundits were, of course, I think ecstatic about this and had some good reason to be. I'm, I'm glad... Yokin won, but they were chalking up Yokin's win to how he ran his campaign. Supposedly, Yokin won his election because he focused on the issues that matter, like CRT and government schools, taxes, mandates, all that stuff. He tapped into that passion. He did. Those parents, those parents were all fired up. <laughs> that's that's right. Mm-hmm. But he really, I think he really won because McAuliffe was just that bad. It's the Biden argument. You know, Biden won because Trump was so bad. Uh, but McAuliffe really was so bad. I mean, he was saying things like parents should have no say in how government educates their kids. That's insane. And then including Loudoun County public schools, apparently covered up an alleged tranny rape in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Literally. In other words, Yokin, I I think was, he was not a Democrat. He was not a Democrat. And I think that's why he won. Really? He was not a Democrat. Biden's basically a mummified president, all wrapped up, half dead, walking around. And the the ice cream cone. (laughs) Ice cream cone? Is that a mummified? Is that that the visual you think of? (laughs) And the Democrats have been so bad since Biden was elected that Yokin could have been a mummified Republican in one. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm glad Yokin, Yokin won. But watch him turn coward and run as soon as he has to actually fight and stand against the liberal rage. I don't, this is why we have to take our blinders off. We got big logs in our eyes. I mean, big ones. And, and I listed a bunch of stuff that has kind of floated to the top in our society that's easily or should be easy to identify. Um, so our repentance needs to go deep. And it's only an act of God that'll take our blinders off. And we got them in the church, we got them in society, we got them in our families, and and we need to take our blinders off because we are not seeing things clearly at all. What do you think about that, John? Uh, I think that it is a terrifying thing to take the blinders off, mm. Gabe. That's the reason we don't do it. That's right. Because um, you're going to be, you're going to discover that you're not as righteous as you thought you were. I 100% agree that the reason that Republicans are seeing victories is because the Democrats are just awful and voting for one candidate because the other candidate is more awful is not a good reason to vote for a candidate. Right. And it's not a reason to celebrate a victory. Right. I mean, just because it's a little bit like the, it's like America is a car that's hurtling down the the freeway and there's a monkey behind the wheel. And we're like, this monkey is going to wreck the car. We got to do something. So we yanked the monkey out and then we put a 
uh, an armadillo behind the wheel. We go, okay, well, we got rid of the monkey and uh, we got an armadillo now in the driver's seat and things are going to be great. And it's like, it's just, it's just going to be a different driver when we hit the tree. That's right. Your, your metaphor should have used donkeys and elephants. Well, I, <laughs> I it's like we got a donkey behind the wheel. Um, <laughs> there we go. So we got a we got an elephant behind the wheel, right? Yeah. And then that's yeah. the Republican. Yeah. And 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 we give the elephant a beer too. Yeah. <laughs> As he's driving down, the elephant and the donkey. It doesn't matter whether they're inebriated. You got it elected. Matter whether they're inebriated. No, it doesn't. So if you were in Virginia, would have you voted for Yokin? Mm-hmm. Glenn? I would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have. Because I'm I'm like you. I appreciate I appreciate the principles of the conservative party and the Republican party more than the principle. I line up more with conservatives than I yeah. do with with progressives and with Democrats. Mm-hmm. But I think that the I think a very important issue that's not being talked about in the church is that conservative being a conservative does not save your soul mm-hmm. being a conservative does not get you any closer to god than being a progressive mm-hmm. and we've we've sort of lost sight of that there's a lot of conservatives that are just that are just out of their minds mm-hmm. i mean they, they've just they they so hate the democratic party and the democratic agenda that they have that they have become them you know, on the other side, right? They're they're just as full of vitriol and hatred, and they're just as insane mm-hmm. when it comes to defending their uh, their people. That you know, it doesn't matter what sort of a guy it is, win at all costs. Yeah. You know, as long as a Republican wins, that's all that matters. Right, and and that's I think that's one problem when you when you establish a platform in a party, and and oftentimes people end up voting because of the platform despite the person. Right. Um, and, and you can run into real, real problems there. Wouldn't it be ideal to have a candidate who was actually principled like the platform was? That'd be shocking. It would be shocking. It'd blow, blow me away. Well, it would be shocking because, because right now the system is set up to where if you're a third party, quote unquote, you really don't even have a chance. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody, nobody gives you a platform to even talk about your uh your, your stance mm-hmm. and both sides will say well you're not you're not going to get elected right you know and even people who would vote for you will say well i can't vote for third party because the third party is not going to get elected right. i'm throwing my vote away right and so it's really difficult if you don't identify with one or the other platform to even have a chance you know i was talking to um i was texting with my buddy steve dace about this um and yoke winning and all that stuff and steve i told steve i was like i just don't trust glenn as far as i could throw him i think he's gonna turn coward and run at the first moment he you know he's acting like he's about school choice but is he really gonna implement school choice i don't believe that one bit mm-hmm. he's in a very heavy um union uh education state uh and they're gonna do everything they can to push against that uh, you know i just don't think he has the 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 cojones to do it and and steve said um you know he said you're probably right but he said um he's at least if the people are engaged like they are right now you won't let them get away with it and i think that's 
there really needs to be one of the things that we saw this last year is that like the politicians aren't really that afraid of their people that they govern. They don't. I mean, they'll tell you to wear a mask. They'll tell you to get, you know, you know, get the jab. They'll tell you to shut down your business. And, and a lot of our politicians in my town got reelected. It's like, they, they, you know, you know, uh, and and so I think um, Virginia needs to, as soon as Glenn shakes his knees and fear or whatever against the political opposition, and, uh, and then they need to, the people need to give it to them, give it to them. And so I think, I'm not quite sure all what that looks like. I mean, obviously some of that will include at the voting polls right. and stuff like that, but um, uh, they need, uh, the politicians need a healthy respect of their people, which is, is kind of lost these days. Well, we are, we are a little conflicted when it comes to our position on the public school anyway, right? Yeah. Because, yeah because we think that public school is pretty terrible and yeah. you shouldn't send your kids to public school anyway, regardless yeah. of who the governor is and what the official uh, curriculum is right. in that school, because it's not, it's not based on biblical principles and teaching yeah. and, it, and it never will be. Um, well, now, I've because, told, I told Republicans in my state, I said, if the Republicans don't have a strategy with dealing with public education, we will turn into a democratic state here in Idaho. Right now, Idaho is about 70% Republican, 30% Democrat. Um, but if if we don't have a strategy for dealing with the public school systems who are overwhelmingly graduating liberals, they're taking your conservative Republican kids and they have K through 12 with them. And by the time they graduate, most students in the government education systems are converting li- to liberals by the time they graduate. And in Idaho, that's a losing strategy. And so you have to have a solution. And, of course, I agree with you, John. I would prefer there be no such thing as government schools. But in the interim, uh, I, I do – I support the idea that, hey, the student – the money should follow the student. But I, I, only, sure. I only support that as far as it demonstrates to the communities that a competition is healthy for education. I don't support that because the thing that scares me about that is money goes to the government. Government comes back to the mom and dad. The mom and dad send that money to the to the school of their choice. I don't want mom and dad to becoming dependent on that process. Well, that's exactly what will happen, though. The mm-hmm. government yeah. never sends money to people without the expectation that you will behave a certain way with that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they do that all the time. Right. You're going to, you're going to do, we're going to send you X number of millions of dollars, state of Indiana that's right, or Idaho, and you will do this with that money, or we will not send you that money in the future. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's the way it goes. And so absolutely, if you're taking money from the government to help your business or for your school or for whatever reason, if you're taking money from the government, it always comes with strings attached. That's right. Oh, what elections happened in, in you're in Indiana. What elections happened in your state last night? Anything good, anything bad? Nothing, the, nothing that matters. <laughs> Jesus is King hashtag. Yeah. Jesus is King. Right. And, well, I, I just have, I've, I've gotten, I've gotten pretty disenfranchised with the, with the Republican slash conservative party, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. because I just am, you know, on, on the one hand, this is supposedly the party of, of uh, families and morality and mm-hmm. ethics and all of that, but they just are, are some of the most outspoken 
um, voices mm-hmm. on this conservative side mm-hmm. don't sound very Christian to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't sound, they, they just sound, they sound like the other side, right. except uh, with, on the issues that I agree with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there just comes a point where, um, where I think our principles need to, I think we need to take our blinders off mm-hmm. and we need to remember that we are supposed to stand on principles that that are transcendent to our political beliefs. That's right. Our, our religion is supposed to inform our politics, not the other way around. That's right, man. That's absolutely uh, right. Well, so what do you? You're going on Mike Huckabee coming up, mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh, what else do you got going on? Uh, what's your, what's going on with your your comedian next door podcast this week in the coming weeks before Thanksgiving? Uh, we had Eddie Robles on. Ooh. Uh, Today, yeah, so AD, yeah, it, it, he's well, not that funny though. That's the kind of powerful guests that we're getting. Um, <laughs> AD Robles. Oh, and by the way, and Steve, uh, Steve Days, yeah, uh, mentioned the FLF conference on on his show, and he goes, "Oh, and I saw this really great comedian. He did a thing about the three little pigs. Can't remember his name. No." <laughs> No, Steve Nays. He mentions you on the show. Your buddy could not remember my name <laughs> on his show. So somebody needs to get a hold of Steve That's and tell funny. him, "I'm going to come on. I think you come on his show." And was that this week that he mentioned your name? That was a couple weeks ago. Oh, you should have texted me. I could have. I could have hit him up right there. It was John Branion. That's funny, man. For several people that were responding, you know, in the comment section, it's like, Steve, we know who it is. But, um, yeah. So, you know, you ask about what's going on in your life. You know, what would be, you know, what would help my career is if people could remember who I am (laughs) when they mention me on national podcasts. That's funny. You know, uh, maybe it's just John is just kind of a John Doe kind of name, you know. Maybe you need something like Slater, Brandian, or or Striker, or something. Waterboy. <laughs> you should you should totally take my 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 name and turn it into your comedian name. That's actually not a uh, that's actually not a bad idea. To have some sort of a memorable name would be yeah. Because uh, John be, Jonathan, okay. I mean yeah. Although there's Jim Gaffigan. Uh, Gaffigan's memorable. Brandon Brandian, I think, is pretty memorable. You think? Well, you should. <laughs> Maybe Steve not. Steve Dace would disagree with you. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, well, that's hilarious, man. Well, I'm excited for your uh, appearance on Huckabee. Everybody, thanks for tuning in to the water break. It's good to be with you guys. Uh, we got a great show coming Sunday night with the podcast guys. They're actually going to be in the studio. We're going to have six guys all packed up around the table here in the studio. Uh, it should be a great show. Looking forward to it. And uh, so tune in. Sunday night, Sunday special. Make sure you share the show and get ready to share the Sunday night special. Uh, you can actually stream live the Sunday special in the app on Rumble, Facebook, not on that not YouTube. On YouTube. Not, on, not on YouTube and everything. But anyways, until next week. Oh, next week. I'm also going to be in Mexico City. Um, so uh, now now I messed up because the music's over now and I got I to gotta play it just a little more. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to actually be in Mexico City next week, so there's no water break going on uh next week but we'll be back in i got my 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 sister-in-law is uh marrying a campus crusade guy who ministers down in mexico so we're excited to um he can't come to the states right now so we all gotta fly down there because of covid we can go in and out of the country but he can't 
Um, unless uh, he was an illegal immigrant, then he'd be fine and probably get four hundred fifty thousand dollars for um, the trauma of crossing the border illegally. Uh, so, so there's so there's four thousand people coming into the United States from Mexico, and there's what four people going from Idaho to Mexico. That's right. That's, that's not right. a very balanced. No, no. Uh, and I don't get four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, until next week, love God and go fight, laugh, and feast. American colleges have become more hostile to the faith of young Christians than the beaches of Normandy were to the Allies, literally. Undergraduate training wasn't always a death trap of unbelief. Once, colleges were boot camps for body, mind, and soul. Now, most college students spend their days in tax-funded adult daycares with all the intellectual rigor of lazy rivers, safe spaces, and complimentary condoms. And in our recent COVID faux-pocalypse, those daycares became prisons almost overnight. Cover your face. Line up for your shot, stay in your room, but don't worry, the condoms were still complimentary. At New St. Andrews, you are not on vacation, you are not in daycare, and you won't be herded into a dorm. From week one, you will be treated like an adult. You are responsible for paying your own rent and developing your own grocery budget. Or going hungry. Get a shot, or don't. Mask up, or don't. Most of our students even work part-time jobs on top of the 40-hour class workload. It's part of the anti-fragile hustle and grind that distinguishes our graduates from the majority of their own generation and that employers and graduate schools love. Most college graduates in the U.S. are stuck paying off loans for years. New St. Andrews sets you up to graduate debt-free and dangerous, ready to pursue grad school, a family, or business opportunities in the real world without any reliance on pork subsidies from Mother America and with no weepy need for safe spaces. The real world isn't a cushy place. No one owes you success. You are entitled to exactly jack squat in this life. But rich or poor, unlike your face or your freedom, your job or your business, an education and the ability to think clearly can never be taken from you as long as you are still above ground. Not by petty tyrants or cowardly clergy, not by thoughtless mobs or lab coat megalomaniacs. At New St. Andrews College, you'll learn from teachers whose ideas equipped men and women to build Western civilization in the first place, and which will be used again to defend and rebuild what has been lost as the West has faltered into decay, losing her faith and her mind. Yes, most of our best teachers are dead, but our classical Christian liberal arts education is how we've been graduating thoughtful, articulate outlaws and leaders with spines for the last quarter century. The intellectual and theological bedrock beneath the Judeo-Christian West is what you'll study, engage with, write about, and own. It is what you'll debate in class and present in public as you learn to live like forbidden fire, surrounded by the darkness of unbelief, manifesting God's truth, goodness, and beauty to all who live around you. Training like this can't happen over Zoom. At New St. Andrews, we believe whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but a companion of real or virtual fools will suffer harm. Your peers shouldn't be your spiritual leaders. You should have a real flesh and blood in-person church for that. NSA is in the heart of downtown Moscow, Idaho, where you will witness men and women building Christendom on every corner. Where else are you going to be able to break bread in your professors' homes, debate great literature with them while their kids are playing, sing psalms while being arrested with them, catch turtles with them? No one comes to NSA to get lost in the crowd. You might be able to hide in a graduating class of thousands, but our classes are better measured in dozens. You will grow in this program or you will tap out. And when you finish, you'll be ready for life in whatever moments and scenes and struggles God may have prepared for you. 
We are training students who worship and march and study and fellowship and sing and write and start businesses and raise kids that no one can mask, cancel, or bury. We follow the King of Kings who knew the way through the mob and out of the grave. We fight to rebuild Christendom in the ruins, in our families, and in our businesses, in the cities where we live, in the countries where we go, in the congregations where we worship. Your mom may worry that Moscow, Idaho is many miles from home. She should worry more about how spiritually distant even a nearby godless campus is. After four years in a Christian community like ours, you will grow much closer to your family. Don't stay distant. Click the link today to schedule a visit to New St. Andrews College.